The Best in Class podcast is back. Another episode today. It is wide receivers and tight ends and a little Bucks talk too from JoeBucksFan.com draft guru Sean Sullivan. Bill Curry Ford presents the podcast BillCurryFord.com. That's where you want to start shopping for any vehicle. Sean Sullivan is also the general manager there, so he will help you out personally at any time. Wide receivers, tight ends, buckle up. Here's Sean. We're almost there, guys. Almost ready to start. Man, he's amazing. Hi, everybody. It's Sean Sullivan. Welcome to Best in Class, coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa. Super excited to be with you guys. All fired up for the wide receiver tight end NFL draft preview for 2022. Can't wait to get it. Please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Very excited about our relationship with, with the Tampa Bay Inferno. And listen, guys, I really thought that when they first brought me this, I was like, okay, another girl's playing football thing, and they're going to be in, like, lingerie or some silly stuff. No, guys, real football. These are athletes. These are soldiers, by the way, from McDill Air Force Base. These are real women, tackle football, the real deal, playing NFL rules, very proud to watch it. I've now watched uh, several clips on YouTube. Uh, I love Kim, the quarterback. She's amazing. Jennifer, who is the owner of the Tampa Bay Inferno, is giving me a block of tickets. So when you come down to Bill Curry Ford, please come down and get tickets for these amazing games. I'm doing a coin toss, Grace, right? Can't wait to do it. I'm going to be attending the games. So, again, I'm a football junkie, guys. I see the comments on Joe Bucks fan all the time. You know, why am I so passionate? I'm just a junkie of football. That's, a, that's it. Like, everybody has addictions. My addiction is football. That's what it is. Whether it's male or female football, high school, college, I love it all. So you can't give me enough football. So that's the way, that's the way it goes. So visit us at BillCurryFord.com. Go on there. Order a vehicle, which is really great. I'm paying you $150 to do it. I'm giving you a lifetime warranty with it. I'm giving you all the money for your car. It's a terrific program. You can build your own car on our website, and it will be exactly to Ford specifications. It actually comes into our dealership as a lead. I can see what you built. I can place the order for you. No deposit necessary. Super easy. So very excited about that. Construction's coming along, guys. At the end of this month, we're going to have a brand-new showroom. Very excited to do that. I'm going to have the, the Joes in here with Ira. We're going to hopefully do a podcast in the new showroom. That's going to be super exciting. Can't wait for that. Hopefully when we're announcing the new uh, Buccaneers that are going to be on our Super Bowl team, uh, that's going to be very exciting. Grace says you're supposed to share the podcast. So if you like the podcast, please share it with your friends. Uh, apparently there's a lot of that stuff that goes on. I'm, I'm uh, still learning all the, the nuances of, of, of social media. So if you like the podcast, which if you're listening to it, you hopefully you like it. You're obviously smart to be listening to my podcast, which is awesome. So you're probably very successful people as well, which is also awesome. So please share it with your friends. I have a lot of fun doing this. And then tell me where you're listening. So Grace tells me, I get all these crazy listeners, and I say crazy lovingly, from South Korea, all parts of the country, Texas. Email me at uh, bestinclass at billcurry.com. Let me know where you're listening from. It's interesting. Uh, if you want to write me an email and, um, and let me know what's going on with your draft or your favorite team, that's not a problem. You know, we're Bucks focused, but we do talk about the entire NFL. 
actually very proud of um, some really great emails that I got recently. So it's really great stuff. Great. Let's jump right in. We did the quarterbacks um, last week. I was very excited. I got a lot of feedback on the quarterbacks, good and bad, which is awesome. I mean, all feedback is great. That means you're listening. That means you're reading. So super happy about that. Uh, I just got a, a text message from one of the Joe Bucks that we just signed uh, Safety Canineo out of Florida, which what a wonderful signing. Again, Jason Light's uh, doing an amazing job. Neil is a hard hitter, a dynamic player out of the University of Florida, was a first-round draft pick, uh, definitely a guy to look out for, had an injury in Atlanta. Atlanta doesn't know what they're doing, guys. I mean, it's obvious. They have no offense, no defense, no line. They traded Matt Ryan for, for uh, a bag of peanuts. They don't know what they're doing. Put Rich McKay back in charge. That's what you should do. He'll, he'll build that team back up really quickly. But he hurt his knee there, and then he followed uh, Dan Quinn uh, to the Dallas Cowboys and decided to play linebacker, which didn't work out. So hopefully we're bringing him back to play strong safety because the Bucks really need to have a strong safety. And we need somebody to, to bring the wood, and I think that's what this guy does. So congratulations to, to Neil, and welcome to the, to the Bucks. And then I saw we re-signed Blaine Gabbert, so season saved. So there you go. So let's get on to some wide receivers. Now, super exciting. I did the draft podcast last year. We talked about Jamar Chase. We talked about Jalen Waddle. By the way, both of those guys had record-setting rookie years, which is very exciting. We talked about Amon St. Uh, Ross St. Brown. We talked about Van Jefferson, which was a Florida Gator that went to the Rams. We talked about several other receivers that made an impact. And I, I want to go over some guys that I think will make an impact this year. And my order is going to be on the guys that I think are going to be long-term superstars in the league. So I don't care about injuries right now. People move up and down the board based on injuries. Let's forget the injuries for a second. The guys are going to be fine. My number one overall receiver, my can't-miss guy, the guy that's going to change the NFL, and I say that you know every year. I said that about Jamar Chase last year. I said that about Jalen Waddle. Both of them did, so it's right. Thank you for sending me emails telling me I'm right. Those I can't get enough of those. You know, I have self-esteem issues, so Grace will tell you. So every time I get those, it makes me feel better. But Jamison Williams, guys, 6'2", 179 pounds, Alabama wide receiver. Everybody knows about his ACL injury. I think this guy is a superstar. Track background, amazing hands, absolutely is a terrific route runner. This guy's the real deal. He's my number one receiver. I don't care about his knee. They say he's ahead of schedule. He's a terrific athlete. If I'm a team and I need a wide receiver, let's just say the Atlanta Falcons, who basically have me at wide receiver, depending on whether they want to draft a quarterback this year, they might go somebody like Jamison Williams, who they know is, is going to be a game changer in that offense or any offense that he's in. But again, number one receiver, Jamis Williamson. Guy's incredible. Love him. Number one receiver in this draft. Don't care about the knee. I don't care if he misses the first three games of the season. The guy is a superstar. So... Look out for Jamison Williams. My next wide receiver is an easy one. Just smooth, dynamic, great athlete, great speed, amazing human being from what I understand. He, he like, uh, passed all these terrific interviews. This Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, 6'0", 183 pounds, ran a 4'3", 40. He's just a complete wide receiver. So the only reason why I don't have him number one and I have Jamison Williams, I think that Williams is upside to be a game-breaking wide receiver like a Jamar Chase or a Waddle. I think that he has a little bit more of that star power, but Garrett Wilson, starter from day one, right? Day one starter. He had 70 catches, 1,000 yards last year, 12 touchdowns. I mean, just an amazing wide receiver, but 
what the depth in this class, guys, is outstanding. It's amazing. So very, very excited about going through this with you. I, I like the depth better this year than last year, even though you had a couple of superstars right at the top. The depth in this is amazing. So Garrett Wilson, number two. Number three is easy for me. This is a personal favorite guy of mine. I think that he's, a, he's sneaky good, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on him right now, and that's Jahan Dotson out of Penn State. They're talking about him going in the mid to lower first round. I don't know what these guys are looking at. This guy's a, an amazing player. Quickness, separation, outstanding hands. You get him in the open field, you might as well say goodbye. He also is an amazing punt returner and kick returner. So you're basically getting a complete player. 91 catches last year, 1,182 yards, and 12 touchdowns. And by the way, this guy's hands are unbelievable. If you go back and watch some of his stuff, the way they were able to put the ball on him and the, the defensive back could be all over him or he created space or whatever, he's doing one-handed catches. He's doing catches with his body. He's taking the ball outside. He's, he's really just a phenomenal athlete, and I'm super impressed with Jahan Dotson. Again, but these top three guys, got Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Jahan Dotson, you, how do you go wrong with those guys? Those guys are immediate impact wide receivers. These guys are stars, and I, I think they're, whatever team drafts them, they're going to be super happy. Now, this guy next, Chris Olave out of Ohio State, is my next receiver off the board. And I'll tell you, the reason that's interesting is the Bucks brought him in to talk to him. They interviewed him at the Combine as well. So they spent a lot of time on, on Chris, and I don't think he makes it past the Packers. I think the Packers are in love with him. I don't think he makes it past the Packers. I don't think he's going to be an option for the Bucks at 27. And I think that maybe they're doing their research on, on Alave just in case something happens. They want to have a, a dossier on him in case he becomes a free agent or something. And I think that's why a lot of this due diligence is done. But six foot, 187 pounds out of Ohio State. I've been watching him for years. I thought at one point that he was the best receiver in the draft. He ran an incredible time, you know, under 4-4. I mean, I think his official time was in the four uh, threes. But, I mean, uh, I mean, this guy's fast, great hands, gets down the field. I'm really interested in, in if he lands with the Packers. Uh, I think Packers picked 20th or 21st. I, I'm really interested to see if if he can fill the Devontae Adams role for the Packers because I, I really think that he is a number one wide receiver, number one day one starter. So that's Chris Olave. So let's recap. Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Jahan Dotson, uh, um, and Olave out of Ohio State. Now, this next guy, Drake London, a lot of guys have him first, the receiver going off the board, and I understand why. 6'4", 219 pounds, NFL comparisons, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a Hall of Fame player. Mike Evans is a great human being. Mike Evans is everything you could ever want in a, in, in a wide receiver, pro bowler, Hall of Famer, Tampa guy, Super Bowl champion. I love Mike Evans. Mike Evans is, is a unicorn. To be his height and weight and speed and athleticism and hands, and, he, and he's a dog because you can't hurt him. I mean, the guy plays injured. He's, he's physical. I mean, I, I just there's nothing I don't like about Mike Evans. To compare Drake London... By the way, Drake London played at USC, 6'4", 290 pounds. Um, had, um, before his ankle injury, he hauled 88 balls in for 1,000 yards in only eight games. So he had a 1,000-yard season in eight games. So it goes to show you he's a big, strong, wide receiver, and he's fantastic. So basically, the reason why I don't like him as, as a number one or number two guy is I just don't trust that his size overall is going to be enough in the NFL. 
He's going to have to get some some separation. He's going to have to be a better route runner. There's a lot of things about Drake London. He just looks like a tight end that runs fast and and has terrific hands. I get all that. Please don't compare him to Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a, is a rare rare talent. Moving on, here's a guy that's been linked to the Bucks as well. Jason Light looked at him. Christian Watson, North North Dakota State. I typically again one of my pet peeves is drafting wide receivers out of small schools. They very rarely pan out. But this guy might be the exception. 6'4", 208 pounds. He ran a 4'3", 6'40". He can jump out of the, the field. I mean, he had an 11.5-foot broad jump. He averaged 20 yards per reception. He returned a couple of kickoffs for touchdowns. The, guy, the guy's a special teams demon. I thought he played well at the um, Senior Bowl. But his hands, they're so soft. I mean, it's like, my goodness, how can you be so big and strong and have that body control and then have those hands? I know this sounds crazy, but... Could this guy be the best receiver in this draft from North Dakota State and surprise all of us that he's going to be up there with guys like Jameson Williams and Garrett Wilson and John Dotson? Can he be up there with those guys? I'm holding the small school against him just because I know how hard it is to go from North Dakota State to say, I don't know, to play at Alabama or to play at, at Penn State or to play at Clemson, to play at Florida. That's a big jump. You're not jumping to the SEC. You're jumping to the NFL. So we'll see what his learning curve is going to be. But my goodness, I love his catch radius. It's, if you guys didn't see his hands, watch some of the stuff on YouTube. Watch what he did in the Senior Bowl. Oh, my gosh. There's no double catching. He doesn't catch with his body. It's like the ball just sticks to his hand. It's just phenomenal. And I don't know how elusive he is. He's elusive at North Dakota State. I don't know how elusive he's going to be in the NFL, but we'll see. Here's a guy that everybody's high on, this guy Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, 6'2", 225 pounds, number seven in my rating. The reason why is I'm not quite sure how fast he is. He ran a 4.5, and then he ran a 4.6. So he's not super fast. They say he plays faster in the games, but I don't know what that means. He's physical at the line of scrimmage. He also can play running back. So you have a guy that plays running back and wide receiver. Um, he had 66 receptions for 1,104 yards at Arkansas. He carried the ball 14 times for 112 yards and 12 touchdowns. So he basically has that that really sneaky ability, kind of like a Debo Samuel. I hate to compare anybody to Debo Samuel because if you if you can run and catch, apparently everybody gets compared to Debo Samuel. But there's something about Traylon Burks that bothers me, um, and it's not his speed overall. It's just uh, I just don't see a superstar there. And you know maybe I'm wrong, but I think he's going to be a starter in the NFL. I, I just don't see superstar written on him. My next wide receiver as out of Cincinnati is Alec Pierce, 6'3", 211 pounds. I'm higher on this guy than a lot of guys. He ran a 4-3-3, guys, at 6'3", 211 pounds. Terrific hands, quick feet, great body control, great route runner, very cerebral player, not a very good blocker. The only thing is when he was tracking the ball uh, in the air, I thought he did an okay job. I don't think he did like a Christian Watson or an Alave over the shoulder. I think he's got some work to do on that. I think he could be a terrific red zone target. And I know the Bucks are interested in Alec Pierce as well. If he falls to the third or fourth round, you know, he might be a guy that they're looking at. But we'll see. But Alec Pierce, I think he's one of those sneaky guys. I think he's going to be a lot better than than what people say. I mean, how many 6'3 guys run 4'3 and come from a winning program at Cincinnati? He actually went to the playoffs and he was uh, Isaiah Ritter's number one target. I mean, he did have a couple of hiccups at the Senior Bowl where he had some personal reasons where he had to leave. That always throws up some red flags. Is Was it the competition? Was it the stress? You know, what made him leave? They never really talked about what made him leave. So that always worries me. But 
again, just on the play on the field, this guy's the real deal. Now, here's the guy that got hurt. I, I, I wrote in my notes sleeper because it's George Pickens out of Georgia. He's a junior, 6'395 pounds. He was a, a five-star uh, recruit at um, at Georgia. As a freshman, he had 727 yards and eight touchdowns. He was supposed to be the next can't-miss guy. And then injuries hit. And then last year, he had an ACL injury that wiped him out. Um, tall, lanky guy. Um, we don't know what his speed is right now. Has terrific hands. Um, but here's a guy, five-star recruit. Here's a guy that, that looked like he had star written all over him at Georgia. And he's my number nine uh, wide receiver, but he could be a sleeper as well. He, this is a guy that could go in, get drafted, not, not, not with a lot of fanfare, and actually be a real big contributor if he's healthy. So, again, George Pickens out of Georgia. My next pick is another injured Alabama receiver, John Metchie out of Alabama. 5'11", 187 pounds. Doesn't have a like top end speed that's terrific. Isn't super physical. But let me just—he he tore his ACL. Let me tell you what he does do. He gets open. The guy gets open all the time. Watch his tape. Nobody's ever near the guy. He comes right out of the slot, creates space and distance right away. He caught ninety. Had ninety six receptions, guys. Eleven 1, hundred forty two yards and eight touchdowns. Are you kidding me? I mean, in his final seven games when he was healthy, when he was healthy, sixty two balls for eight hundred yards. In seven games, the, the the guy was unbelievable. He was, I think, he was Young's favorite target. Obviously, everybody's going to think Jamison Williams. Mechie was just like this solid slot guy, always there, always open, always dependable. This guy's a sleeper. I think he's going to be terrific in the NFL as long as he's healthy. I think he's going to. Can you imagine if he fell into somebody like New England that puts him in the slot, or you know, the Rams put him in the slot, some somebody like that? I mean. Can you imagine the way? Because the way they use Cooper Cup, I just can't imagine what what they would do with somebody like Mechie. So, I think this guy is, is going to be a very very solid NFL starter. Sky Moore, another guy that the Bucks brought in and talked to, 5'10", 995 pounds out of Western Michigan. Again, another guy that comes from a small school. The jump from a small school to NFL is really tough. He was recruited as a cornerback. He was converted to wide receiver. He caught 51 balls for 802 yards. The really interesting thing about this guy is is he reminds me a lot of Steve Smith and the fact that he had 26 broken tackles. He's very physical and tough to be 5'10". He's probably more like 5'9", 5'8". But they have him as listed as 5'10". But he is very, very physical. And he's moving up draft boards. And this is a guy that you might see in the second round. He might go on day two just because of that. So he has speed and he's physical. So we'll see how that goes. But again... You're never going to get me to pound the table for a guy from a small school. I, I, I just struggle with it when, if it's a wide receiver. If it's a Jason Light offensive tackle or guard from a small school, okay, I'm in. Jason Light knows what he's doing. He, he can find these guards and tackles wherever he wants. Wide receivers are just a different story. Uh, another guy that I can't just ignore because he's from South Alabama is Jalen Tolbert. Natural hands, over 1,000 yards every time he played. The guy was the top receiver on the field for most of the year. He's definitely a guy to keep an eye on, maybe a solid three, solid four guy. I don't see star potential, but what I do see is a guy that can get open, that has good hands, that might have a long career in the NFL, just under the radar. David Bell out of Purdue, 6'1", 212 pounds, ran a very slow 4.65. I mean, we had a bunch of tight ends that blew that away. He's not a burner. He uses his, he's a very strong guy, though. He uses his toughness to win. 
I'm looking at this guy. There's just nothing about this guy that makes me think that he's going to be a superstar in the NFL. I thought he was an average to below average catcher at the combine. The gauntlet, he didn't play. He didn't really do well at the gauntlet. He was pretty much a, a practice player during the All-Star game. So I don't know really what to think of him. Some guys are really high on him. I have him as my 13th receiver. So, I mean, Calvin Austin out of Memphis, I have down the board. Calvin Austin's probably a better receiver than David, but... The problem is, is that David was so high on so many people's boards, I just can't ignore the fact that they thought because he played at Purdue, he's productive. Speaking of a, a, a guy that does do the wow, at number 14 now, this is a guy I was going to move up the boards, but um, he's, a, he's basically a one-trick pony for me. This guy, Khalil Shakur out of Boise State, he's a slot guy. Slot guys go lower. This guy's not going to be an outside receiver. He's going to be a slot guy. Slot guys tend to go lower in the draft. He's 6'0", 196 pounds. Very tough guy. Great hands. Explosive off the line. Doesn't have has has top end speed, but he lacks what he lacks in overall size. I think he's he's a little bit smaller than what he's showing. Justin Ross out of Clemson, another guy you can't ignore. The Clemson guys. These are top recruits. He was 6'4", 205 pounds. And then I talked to you about Calvin Austin, another guy the Bucks were looking at. The guy's uh, super fast, 5'8", 170 pounds, which I just talked about. If you look at the depth, there's 16, 17, 18 wide receivers that are going to be in the NFL next year. That's that's the depth that we're looking at, guys. These guys are very, very good receivers. Let me go over my top five again. Jameis Williamson's my number one. Garrett Wilson's my number two. Jahan Dotson's my number three. Chris Alave is number four. Drake London's my number five. And then, But Drake London and Kristen Watson are a very close five. So those are my top five wide receivers. Those are the guys that I think are going to make the biggest difference next year. So I'm super excited about it. Let's shoot through these tight ends. So if you guys want to go back through one of my podcasts, and I hope you share, I did a tight end podcast after the Senior Bowl where the majority of these tight ends were at the Senior Bowl. And I did a, a really long breakdown of the tight ends, but I'm going to touch on them real briefly. Nothing's really changed for me except for um, Isaiah Likely. I like him a lot better than I did previously. I've done a lot more research on him. He's the He's a tight end out of Coastal Carolina. I think in my Senior Bowl recap, I said that uh, in the Draft Combine recap, I said that what I really think about him is he does everything very well. I called him the Swiss Army Knife of the draft. I liked him so much that when I redid my my tight ends, I put him number one, just because he can do everything. Is he Kyle Pitts? No, you know. But is he is he Pat Fryermuth? Yes, he is. Um, he's faster, stronger. I liked him better than Pat Fryermuth, who was a second-round pick of the Steelers last year who caught a bunch of touchdowns in the red zone. But Isaiah Likely, guys, if you haven't seen him, go on YouTube, watch him, Coastal Carolina. Big, strong, fast, great hands. Uh, when you watched him um, in the combine drills, watch his feet. And you know what I talked about was something I always look for is balance. I really don't care about the rest of it. If they can't catch with balance, all the rest of it's irrelevant to me. Isaiah Likely is the real deal at tight end. He's my number one guy. Here's a guy that I want the Bucks to look at, Trey McBride out of Colorado. Hands, 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 hands. Doesn't drop the ball. The guy is a red zone target, big and strong, doesn't drop the ball. So I know with, with everything going on with Gronk, I still think Gronk comes back. You're still going to need to have to eye to tight end. I think the Bucks are definitely drafting a tight end this year, possibly two tight ends, basically, with, this, with the amount of depth here. But Isaiah Likely, number one, Trey McBride, number two. This is a guy that the NFL Combine, um, after that, they, they moved him to number one. And this is Greg um, Dulcich out of UCLA. Really tracks the ball well down the field. He can be a very, very good long down-the-field target. Very big, very strong, very good blocker. Has a mustache uh, to die for. 
So that's really interesting. What I liked about him was it doesn't matter if he's crowded or uncrowded. He catches the ball and pulls it down from the, from the high point. He'll jump up and grab the ball. Much more athletic than some of the other tight ends. And kind of he's another guy like Isaiah Likely that does a lot of things good. Doesn't have the hands that Trey McBride has. I think Trey McBride is just an instant touchdown guy. I think he's just an instant yards guy. He's gonna, I think Trey McBride is a fantasy football guy, which I, I like him for the Bucks just because I think Brady feeds him the ball and he's going to run up and down the field. But another guy, Greg Dolgich, if you want to run an offense that runs the tight ends down the field and you're going to really stretch the field, this is a guy you want to look at as an NFL team. Next is Case Otten out of Washington. Now we're getting into um, that grade where these guys are going to make teams and be uh, backups, and I think that they're going to contribute on special teams and maybe be that uh, second to third blocker you know, that comes in instead of a guard or a tackle on some of your running plays. Kate Otten's one of those guys. He's solid. Jeremy Ruckert out of Ohio State, another solid guy, which I think is not – these guys are not stars, but I think that they're solid depth. Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin, as you know, in my notes, I put one of my favorite players. I just think he's very, very underused at Wisconsin, and I think that there's something there. I love his hands. He's not as athletic as the top guys we talked about, um, but he's solid. He's just a solid guy, and – and sometimes you need those guys on your team that you know is going to catch the ball, that's going to block well, that's going to be where he's supposed to be. Um, that's Jake Ferguson. Jelani Woods is the guy that everybody um, really talked about after the combine because of his height. You know, the guy's really tall. I didn't like the fact that he didn't have good balance and control after he caught the ball near the sideline. It worries me. Um, but that's a guy I know the Bucks are looking at because he has a connection to one of the Tampa Bay coaches. So we'll see. And he also trained with a former Buccaneer tight end. So Jelani Woods is a guy to keep an eye on as, your, as a Bucks fan out of Virginia. Big, strong guy. Can catch. I don't know about him tracking the ball. I, didn't, I, I wasn't really super pleased with it. Had a couple of drops in close, which I didn't like. Then he, he caught some long balls, but he was so focused on catching the ball that he missed his feet. So I think there's a lot of work there, but there could be uh, a diamond in the rough there. Jalen Wittemeyer out of Texas A&M was the top tight end coming out of college uh, this year and and he just continues to drop and drop and drop because he didn't athletically test well and he didn't run a good 40 so this is a guy Jaden Wattemeyer that you might be able to get in fifth or sixth round that is going to add a lot of depth to your team and actually you know could be a, a little a, a little star that he just plays better than he tests and that could be it the guy might just be one of those guys that plays well Chizium Okonowo, I, I apologize if I out of Maryland. He was the guy that ran the fastest time at the combine, set the tight end record for the fastest tight end in history. That's the guy that I said, if he's this fast and this strong, why don't we know who he is? I looked at the quarterback situation at Maryland. It's not terrific. There's another guy that you could get on your team, and he, this guy could actually be something. Charlie Kohler out of, of Iowa State, just a solid backup uh, guy. That I know the Bucks are looking at Charlie Kohler as well uh, as, a, as a depth piece. So there you go. So there's my tight end. So top three tight ends, Isaiah Likely, Trey McBride, and Greg Dolchich. The Bucks really couldn't go wrong with any of these three guys. They're all going to catch the ball well. I think Isaiah Likely goes in the first round. I think Trey goes in the second round. I think Dolchich goes in the second round, some combination of that. The Bucks might be able to have it. If they're going to draft in the second round a tight end, they're going to be able to get one of those. If they wait later, they're going to get somebody like Kate Otten or Jake Ferguson or Jelani Woods, which I was talking about, or maybe they go for somebody like Winnemeyer who, who didn't test well, or they, they, they take a running chance in this Okonowo guy because he's super fast and super strong, and they said, okay, he wasn't in a great system at Maryland, didn't have a great quarterback, let's see what he can do. Or do you just draft somebody like Charlie Kohler, 
who's just going to do everything okay and, and just be a solid guy out of Iowa State. And he's rising up a lot of guys' draft boards too. So that's my tight ends for you. We went over my wide receivers. That's my, my order. Uh, it's a great day to be a Buccaneers fan. Um, we get to go into another Super Bowl season. Very excited. Uh, next week we're going to take on running backs, uh, which is you know a really fun topic for me. I love running backs. And we'll do running backs and offensive line. And then we'll get into defense the following week right before the draft. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please share this with your friends. Please visit us at BillCurryForward.com. Please follow us at Bill Curry, uh, Tampa. Please uh, go on and see to the Tampa Bay Inferno's website. Get your game tickets from Bill Curry Ford. Come into a test drive. Order your car online. I have so many things going on right now um, to help you guys. Email me at bestinclass at billcurry.com. Let me know what's going on. If you have anything you want me to talk about, any players that you want to go over, you want me to break down, I'd be happy to. I know on Joe Buck's fan last night, there was a comment about how I felt about McCreary out of uh, Auburn, where one of the uh, readers said, I would like to know Sean's take on this, by the way, which was very, very nice. Uh, that came from Apple uh, Roofing, which was really, really a nice comment. But uh, I'm going to break down the defense the following week, and uh, we'll talk about another Auburn uh, corner as well. But I really like seeing that stuff. I got some other players that I'm going to add to Joe Buck's fan. And just to get back uh, to where I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks are drafting defense first in the first round. I don't think they're drafting a wide receiver, contrary to what some of the comments were on, on, on Bill, um, Bill Curry Ford. Absolutely, go to Bill Curry Ford, uh, Joe Buck's fan. But I do think they're going defense, and I think uh, the, the closer we get to the draft with Sue unsigned, with Gronk unsigned, it makes me nervous. And I know Gronk just might be avoiding um, training camp. So we'll see how that goes. But again, thank you for listening. Please share me. Leave reviews on um, Apple, Podbeam, on Spotify, Spotify mm -hmm. and, and do that. And I will see you guys next week. Enjoy your drive home. Uh, this is Sean Sullivan, Best in Class. Thank you.